Welcome to Practical Dermatology, the podcast. Determination is an initiative sponsored by Janssen Pharmaceuticals that addresses inequalities in psoriatic disease diagnosis and treatment among Black, Hispanic, Asian, and other people of color. The goal is for patients and healthcare professionals to collaborate to support patient needs for equitable and quality medical care. The plan is to gather data and insights that validate the challenges and to use these findings to develop education and tools to shorten the time to diagnosis and treatment for patients of all skin types. Today, we are hearing from Alicia Bridges, a patient advocate who has lived with plaque psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis for 20 years. She will be talking to Dr. Grace Wright, who is president of the Association of Women in Rheumatology and Dr. Noreen Kabani, a rheumatologist with SUNY Downstate in Brooklyn, New York. It's so nice to be here with the both of you today. To start off, I wanted to share a bit about my journey with psoriatic disease and what really inspired me to advocate for others. When I was seven years old, I started to experience itchy, flaky, inflamed skin and was diagnosed with plaque psoriasis and later psoriatic arthritis. For most of my childhood, I was 90% covered with plaques. And being a Black girl with psoriatic disease made me feel even more isolated at times. That's Alicia Bridges, the determination patient advocate. She will discuss misconceptions about Black people and psoriatic disease. Psoriasis typically looks different on darker skin, and I've seen firsthand that there is a common misconception that Black people are not affected by it. I even went to a doctor who didn't think I had psoriasis because my plaques were purple and brown, opposed to the red that is typically associated with lighter or white skin. These experiences led to a lot of mental health challenges for me including anxiety and panic attacks, social isolation, and it impacted me throughout my entire youth and young adulthood. It wasn't until after college that I started to turn to others with psoriatic disease for support online. And from there, I started blogging to share my story, which really connected with others. I began to move away from shame and embarrassment, and I really kicked off my journey as a psoriasis advocate. And today, I'm working with Jansen, as well as other healthcare providers and advocates, including Dr. Wright and Dr. Kabani, on a program called Determination. And together, we've created solutions to help close gaps in diagnosis, treatment, and care for people of color with psoriatic disease. So my first question is for Dr. Wright. Can you please explain why people of color with psoriatic disease tend to experience worse health outcomes? Of course, Alicia, and thank you so much for sharing your story because it highlights many of the issues that people of color with psoriatic disease suffer from, which includes a delay in getting the diagnosis, 
often a misdiagnosis, and then limited access to diagnostic testing, treatment, and ultimately care. And there are several factors that contribute to these challenges. And the first is a gap in the knowledge of the healthcare provider. So as you stated, so on lighter skin, plaques typically appear as raised red patches, and they're covered with a silvery white buildup of dead cells or scale, as we say. But on darker skin, the plaques may appear darker and thicker and have more of a purple or grayish color or even a darker brown color. Research has shown that dermatologists are less confident in diagnosing psoriasis on darker skin, and this is in part because of a a lack of representation of patients of color in medical education. In fact, only 18% of images in dermatology textbooks showcase conditions on darker skin. And then there is the issue of limited access to healthcare providers. So we know as a result of various socioeconomic factors, which include access to transportation, childcare, work schedule flexibility, and this very long history of health inequities that have led to a mistrust of the healthcare system for so many people of color that they're less likely to see a physician for their condition. What the data tells us is that more than half of white adults with plaque psoriasis sought treatment from a dermatologist compared to only 47% of Hispanics and 38% of non-Hispanic minorities, which included Black, Asian, Native Hawaiians, Pacific Islanders, and others. And then we had the limited access to treatment. People of color also have less access to care, and even when they access care, are often undertreated compared to their white counterparts with biologic use being 69% lower among people of color with psoriatic disease. And this is one of our targeted therapies that is quite effective for many in managing and controlling their disease. And then we can talk about the quality of life and the psychological impact um, where people of color with psoriatic disease have reported a lower quality of life and greater psychological impact. This increases their burden and can be attributed to delays in both diagnosis and treatment, as well as the unique challenges that people of color experience when just navigating the healthcare system. And in in terms of poorer health outcomes, if we fail to make the right diagnosis or even delay it by a short amount, we can have devastating effects on on the overall health of the patient. For a patient with psoriatic disease, a delay in treatment of just six months can result in permanent joint damage and ultimately greater disability. And then when it comes to clinical research, there's an underrepresentation of people of color. And so there's a medical mistrust around clinical trials. And this further extends the underrepresentation of people of color in psoriatic disease clinical research, leading ultimately to significant gaps in our data and in our understanding of disease and therapies and ultimately barriers to care. So, so many different ways in which we have these hurdles that we have to surmount. That is so eye-opening and such an interesting finding. Um, Dr. Kabani, because plaque psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis are often connected, it's really important that healthcare providers coordinate care for their patients across all specialties. Could you explain the connection between these conditions and why care coordination is needed, particularly for patients of color? Yes, definitely, Alicia. 
So we know that psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis are linked diseases. Up to 85% of patients with psoriatic arthritis have plaque psoriasis, and approximately 30% of patients with plaque psoriasis will go on to develop psoriatic arthritis like, like you yourself did. Mm -hmm. So ideally, patients with both conditions will be co-managed by both a rheumatologist and a dermatologist. However, studies have shown that only a third of these patients are actually co-managed by both specialists, so that's not optimal. So the first step is making sure that the patient is managed by both specialists. And then when multiple specialists are on board, it's really critical to coordinate that care. And that helps ensure that the patients don't get lost in the system and that their voices are heard. So communication is key here, and that's communication between the patient and the healthcare provider, as well as the communication between the different healthcare providers. This helps streamline their care and make it more effective. What's unfortunate is that for people of color, studies have found that they experience a lower degree of care coordination than other patients. So what this means is that they receive less optimal care, and that has real consequences from the damage that they accrue from their disease. So you can see it's really important that people of color get better treatment and better care coordination to lessen this damage. Thank you so much for that. As a person who does have both conditions, I will tell you that it definitely takes a team of doctors to really help you manage all the symptoms of this disease. So Dr. Wright, I know we've worked with other determination members to create beyond the textbook to help close some of these gaps in care. Could you tell us a bit more about this new resource for healthcare providers and the ways that it could really help the challenges that we talked about earlier? Oh, absolutely. So with the determination team, we're able to create two solutions to help close gaps in care for people of color. And the first is this uh, resource that you've mentioned beyond the textbook, because we have to go beyond what we have been teaching uh, in a medical training. And this resource educates healthcare providers on how psoriatic disease presents in people of color and also how to navigate the conversations with patients in a culturally inclusive way so that we're not shaming and humiliating uh, patients. We're actually going to meet them exactly where they are. And this resource was developed because healthcare provider education around culturally competent care is actually rather limited. And many dermatology and rheumatology programs provide no training in cultural competency, health literacy, or skin of color. I really think this resource is really going to help the challenges that we spoke about because it's all about awareness. Um, and so we're also helping in other ways. Dr. Kabani, could you share background on the second solution for the determination and partnership with SUNY Downstate and how this will help move the needle? Yes, definitely. So we're really excited to be partnering with Janssen. Um, and what we're doing is creating a patient navigation pilot program. We've enlisted medical students from SUNY Downstate Health Sciences University based here in Brooklyn, New York, to serve as patient navigators for these patients. So these students are taught how to liaise between the patients and their care teams to deliver that culturally competent care to support these high-risk patients. So these 
Students will check in with the patients before their clinic appointment to remind them of their appointments. They'll come to the clinic appointments if they're able to from their, uh, based on their schedule. Then they'll follow up with them um, to ensure that if they've missed their appointment, they get another appointment or to make sure that if they have referrals to other providers, those get scheduled, remind them to pick up their medications, just review what happened in that clinic visit and make sure that they understand. And then if they need any resources, if they need educational materials, they provide them for them. Um, another aspect of this is language. So some of our patients don't speak English, so we're helping provide uh, resources in multiple languages. And the patient navigators that we've selected, we're also selecting based on what languages they speak. So we're really trying to, to plug in those gaps for these patients. Um, for us, as program has been a great success so far, and uh, it's been a great help for the patients. Just today, or just this week, I should say, we ended up helping a young man uh, with psoriatic disease, and he had initially been um, linked to a patient navigator, but then he moved away from Brooklyn. He moved to the Bronx. But then due to different circumstances, he ended up coming back. And instead of reaching out to us, he actually reached out to the student to say, hey, I need to be seen. I've run out of my medications. So just in that way, we were able to see him quicker. We were able to make sure he got his medications. And you know, just in doing that, we're moving the needle forward for these patients. Another perspective is through the education of these future healthcare providers. These students are learning firsthand how these patients present and what their challenges are and how we can creatively come up with solutions to keep moving that needle forward. Uh, we've also shared this resource, the Beyond the Textbook, with our students. So hopefully they'll keep moving the needle forward in their careers. That is such wonderful progress. And I'm so happy for that young man who had the support that he needed. And I really think it's important that we start with the medical students. And I think that that will serve for great change. So thank you so much for that. That's wonderful. Um, to close us out, Dr. Wright, can you share what healthcare providers can do to make psoriatic disease care more inclusive? So absolutely, Alicia. It's so important that we take a charge of that uh, this scenario and do exactly what happened for this young man to really move that needle forward. So there are several steps that we can take. And the first is really that we have to prioritize fostering trust and open communication with our patients, especially people of color who may be facing these additional barriers. So we have to prioritize uh, open communication, ensure that patients feel free to actually say what their needs are and to know that we're hearing them and, and then to incorporate their preferences into their treatment plan and not dismiss sort of what their concerns and their desires are. And then we have to continue, as we've talked about earlier, to educate ourselves on the differences in how psoriatic disease may present in people of color compared to those that we may usually see, and to take the extra step to deliver culturally inclusive care. So this determination beyond the textbook is a great resource that's available on online to help us better understand these topics. And then we take the time to help our patients do exactly what we just talked about, 
which is to coordinate their care across the various specialties. And we're focusing here on rheumatology and dermatology, but there are other specialists that may come into care, such as cardiology and gastroenterology. And so really important that we work as part of a team to ensure that our patients ultimately achieve the best possible outcome. This has been so wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Wright and Dr. Kobani, for this great discussion. For those who want to learn more about determination and download Beyond the Textbook, you can visit www.determination.com. That's www.determination.com. Thank you for listening to this edition of Practical Dermatology, the podcast. You can find future editions at practicaldermatology.com or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 